What is up, beloveds? So today, I'm not going to do a Bible study. Your girl is a little bit tired, and it is the holiday week. So yeah, cut me some slack. Let me kick back. But I am going to do a daily promise for you. Now, this daily promise is from blueletterbible.org, if you would like to follow along. And it is entitled, Daily Promises, December 21st. All right, so here goes it. Give, and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, and shaken together, and running over, shall men give into your bosom. For with the same measure that ye meet withal, it shall be measured to you again. This is Luke chapter 6, verse 38. Reflection. By the degree of generosity of our hearts, so will the blessings of God be poured out upon us. When we give much, much is offered in return. Yet, if we offer little to those around us, we will receive fewer blessings from the Father. The Lord desires to shower his children with all his abundant and wonderful blessings. May we bear the same attitude toward those around us. May we abound in loving kindness and generosity for those less fortunate. Wow. Here's the thing about giving. And I, I've learned this over the years because for a long time, I was definitely not a giver. I was a taker. And the reason why is because I was so accustomed to being in lack that I was afraid to give. It's like, yo, I only have so much left. What can I give? You know, like I'm just (laughs) see, that's the thing about survival mode. It will put you in a state of fear, but fear is not of God. Right. So I noticed when I started to give, it really did open up the door that people would favor me. And typically it wasn't the people that I was giving to, but I would find favor and abundance in other areas, you know? So it's like I would sow in one area and I would reap in another, you know, um, I remember this one incident when I was homeless and I mean, I was just exhausted, man. Like I was going from motel to motel. I was like on a motel circuit, you know, between my car and just, you know, lodging wherever I could lay my head. And I saw this family and it was clear, it was pretty obvious that they were also homeless. You know, for me, people couldn't tell because, you know, I'm a woman of pride. I like to keep myself together um, for the sake of business and yeah, definitely my ego. You know, I always believed that if I looked my best, I would attract a better situation for myself. You know, because when you look like a bum, you feel like a bum 
And guess what? That's just not going to attract anyone, right? So, <laughs> so I always try to keep up my appearance. Um, and this particular family, you know, like they asked me for a few dollars. They were hanging outside of uh, a liquor store. And the guy is like, you know, we just want some food to eat, you know, and I'm, I'm assuming he was going to go in the liquor store and, you know, buy snacks or deli meat, whatever they had in there. And, you know, um, there was a pizza place right next door. And I remember I only had like $20, you know, and I had enough to get myself some food. And then I thought about them and I was like, you know, I could buy them a pizza. I could absolutely do that. Yes, it would deduct from my 20 that I was so tightly holding on to. But I have a heart for children, you know, and I looked at his daughter and she was just the most beautiful thing, you know. And for me, when I see a child that's in that situation, as an empath, it just hurts me. Like it, it hurts me on a deep soul level, man, because I was up there homeless with my dog. You know, he just thought we were on a freaking adventure. (laughs) He's like, yay, we get to go all over California, mom. Where to next? But when I'm looking at someone's kid, you know, this is this is formulating trauma. You know, this is not a good situation. This is something that she's going to remember, you know, and I thought to myself, if I could just put a smile on her face, you know, and all kids like pepperoni pizza. So I didn't tell them and I went inside and I bought them a pizza and I came out and I gave it to them and they were just in awe. Like they were I could tell they were so overwhelmed with gratitude. They didn't have anything to say, you know, like when the guy told me, thank you, it's like he wanted to do something I could tell, but I didn't want him to do anything. I wanted him and his family to eat, you know, and even though I've had hard times since then, what I've noticed in my life is the more that I open my hand and I extend what I have as measly as it may be, you know, (laughs) God always blesses me with a double portion. He always gives me a manifold return. He always grants me favor in an area that I really needed, you know, and I started um, actually taking money out when I get paid and um, just having a few ones on me, a few fives, you know, something that doesn't necessarily draw a lot of attention. I don't want people to think I miss money bags, but when I see someone, because out here, I don't know if you guys have this where you are, because we have so many people tuning in from all over the world, but we have freeways here and when you exit there are typically homeless people um, 
you know, on the side of the road a lot of the times. And they have signs, you know, hungry, you know, anything helps. God bless you. Um, Retired veteran struggling, you know, and everyone's going through a time of, um, I, I wouldn't necessarily say calamity, but with inflation, with everything that that we've endured over the past, I want to say two years, you know, people have definitely had um, monetary issues. You know, the income is not being stretched as far as it once could. And that applies for everyone, you know, the middle class, the upper class, you know, it doesn't matter. So when I see people, I don't try to give myself this burden of being their superhero. Like, oh yeah, give him a hundred bucks, you know, pay for a room for him, you know, so he can stay in a hotel for the night. I don't think on that large of a scale. I think whatever I can do, God will match that. Whatever I can do to even initiate, to trigger a cycle of giving, because people are sheep. So what I notice is if I give a dollar, five bucks to someone, all of a sudden, the person that's behind me, you know, they're feeling compelled to contribute based off of my contribution. Oh yeah, let me see if I've got some change for this guy. And all of a sudden, we as a community, as a society, we are making a ripple effect of change just because I gave a dollar, right? So I want you to, you know, don't put a huge amount of pressure on yourself to just give beyond your ability, but give something because I'm telling you, that is how we change the world. We have to stop being so selfish. We have to stop being takers. We have to stop being, you know, um, ego driven accumulators, you know, like we want to acquire more and we want more status. We want the bigger car and we want, you know, the bigger diamonds and all of these things that just don't matter. They don't serve. The second that you get it, the value becomes perishable. It's deteriorating, you know, like the second you drive that new car off the lot, you just lost like two grand. (laughs) But back to my point, give what you can and God will contribute, you know, he will continue to pour into people based off of what you do. But you have to initiate that, man, because when you initiate giving, when you extend your hand to someone, God will extend his hands to you. You extend one hand, he extends both hands. And here's the thing, you cannot outgive God, you know. Um, I've also been practicing this in tithing because I'm the type of person where it's like, 
If God says something in the word, oh, I'm going to test it. (laughs) I'm going to test it. And he knows that, you know, as a matter of fact, he even tells us that, you know, test me on the matter and see if I don't open up the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing so massive you can't receive it. Your cup will run it over. You will be a blessing because I blessed you for being a blessing. Are you hearing me, boo? <laughs> so yeah, you know, I started to to tithe regularly and, you know, and, and not just give my little $2. Yeah, I used to be a $2 tither. Like, yeah, what do I got? I got some change, you know? How can I go and just be cheap with God when he's blessed me so exorbitantly, right? So I started to be like, okay, let me follow these guidelines because I'm very very meticulous about um, anything, you know? Like, I want to know, does this work? Okay, you want 10%? What's going to happen when I give you 15% of my income? Okay. If this is what you're telling me to do, I'm going to do it. And then I'm going to see what you're going to do. I'm going to see how faithful you are. I'm going to, I'm going to watch and see if you prove yourself to be loyal pertaining to your statutes, because that helps me to build trust. And that helps me to be more confident. See, when I come to you, after having an experience and a personal revelation, it's only because of that, that I share these things with you. I don't tell you something that I haven't done, that I haven't experienced. The reason why I get on here and tell you how good God is, is because he has been faithful to me every step of the way, every single word that he has ever promised me in that good book has never returned void. So when I started tithing, I'm like, okay, you know, I wasn't necessarily um, consistent in the beginning. I'm like, yo, all right, I'm, let me just give you a little bit here. I'll give you 10% uh, next week. And then, you know, we'll just kind of play it by year after I pay these bills. But, <laughs> but then I noticed, man, like my faith would become enlarged because It's like, as soon as I would give the money, somehow it would come back to me. Like it would come back to me in like tenfold or something. Like, what did I do? I gave like 50 bucks. I sold like 50 bucks. And the next thing you know, like um, a client from years ago hits me up and, you know, starts on this plan. I do a whole lot of online training and she sends me 500 bucks. I said, well, look at that. (laughs) And the thing is, you know, no matter what it is, what amount that I sow, it always comes back to me in a manifold return. It's all, it's like, yo, is this the lottery here? Like if I... (laughs) God is like the best slot machine because if you give him $10, he's going to give you a hundred, boo-boo. You know what I'm saying? It'll come from just some random source too, you know, or like whatever your need is. Let's say, you know, you don't necessarily have so much money, but you need to get, I don't know, you need to get a down payment for 
um, a car or let's say um, a new place or, you know, something for your business. You don't necessarily have the money, but what will happen is God will grant you the favor so you still get that thing and you didn't even need the money. Because listen to me, my friends, favor exceeds money. Like when you tithe into your community, when you tithe into your church, when you sow seed on good ground, listen, God is going to bless you. Sometimes it's not monetary. Sometimes he will just bless you with favor, with opportunities, with just different things that you absolutely needed. And somebody will just give it to you. And you're like, what? How did this happen? It happened because that is God's law, man. Give and it shall be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, running over, will men give into your bosom? Will men give into your bosom, right? I'm telling you, man, even your enemy will give to you. Because we are in the world, but not of the world. We are living under the law of grace. So if you are obedient in that thing, if you open up your heart and choose to be generous, you know, because our God is so generous. He gives light to the good and the wicked. When you follow the steps of your father, you will be blessed. You will lack no good thing because you are honoring the law of divinity, the law of sowing seed. You know, you can't reap a harvest unless you sow a seed. And guess what? You are going to be blessed on the level that you sow. So when I was sowing $2, (laughs) yeah, I might get a 20 back. You know, somebody might buy me a meal. Like, oh, thank you very much. Take me to a movie. All right. Thanks for buying my popcorn, (laughs) boo-boo. But when you start really wanting your life to change and you start walking in love and you start being good and generous in spite of, and what I'm talking about in spite of, I'm talking about regarding the faults and imperfections of people. Oh yeah. That's when you start blessing people that don't deserve it. That is when God will show out in your life because then you are literally embodying who he is. He doesn't discriminate. He's not good and generous because of our performance because we are on his honor roll. He is good because he is God. That is in his nature. So when we embrace that nature and we replicate that spirit of giving, oh my goodness, I'm going to give to you even though you don't deserve it. Oh, that heaps coals of fire on the enemy's head. Yeah, you were nasty to me, but guess what? I'm still going to be good to you because God has blessed me and I trust him and I know 
that by being a blessing, the only thing that I'm doing is contributing to my own blessing. It is a blessing to be a blessing. When I give from my bosom, when I give, when I extend my hand to any man, God will extend both of his hands to me. And you can't outgive God, honey. <laughs> with that said, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Share the podcast with a friend. You know that we are in 43 countries. Let's welcome Thailand to the Black Sheep Believers podcast. I love you guys so very much. Please be safe out there. We still got a little bit of COVID and flu and who knows what else out there, okay? Bottom line is this, when you wear your mask, you will be safer, right? Okay, I listen, I don't wanna preach on that, but I was talking to someone about that today and she's like, yeah, ever since I've been wearing my, my mask, I don't get sick. She said, I don't even get allergies anymore. (laughs) I said, well, amen to that, right? So do what you got to do to protect you and your family, boo. With that said, may God bless you always in fitness, health, and in spiritual wealth. I am your girl, Belle Fit, and we are the Black Sheep Bellievers. I'll talk to you soon. Ciao.